Yeah, just sitting back drinking some juice of juices, orange juice. You know, I've been dead a long time. I'm looking forward to seeing my old friend Bob Hope up here soon. Oh, he'd love it. They have golf up here in the great beyond, you know, and all the Christmases are white. Oh, hey, it's my old friend Sammy Davis Jr. Hey, Sammy. Well, oh, will you look at the time. You know, most of my kids committed suicide because they said I was an abusive father. Well, I'm glad they're all up here now because it's whipping time. Get me my belt. Oh, would you like to swing on a star? Beat your kids' heads with a crowbar. Ho, ho. Gotta go. Got a tea time in 20 minutes. Ha, ha, ha. We're turning you on. Go, go with Truth in Radio. The Brit Summers Show at thebritsummershow.com. Astrud Gilberto passed away recently, and she made it to 83, so this is obviously not her. Short and pale and thin and sickly, the girl with emphysema keeps smoking, and when she passes, she flicks her ash and goes... When she smokes, she's like the chimney That shoots up clouds and smells so nasty That when she passes, she passes gas and goes (coughs) Oh, but she wants to quit badly Coughing a big chunky lungus Gladly, but each day when she has to go pee, she sits on the can and lights three. Short and pale and thin and sickly, the girl with emphysema goes smoking, and when she passes, she smiles with big yellow teeth. smoking and then she flashes that smile with big yellow teeth and gunk underneath she just cannot breathe it's only a wheeze can I have a light please as Drude Gilberto from 1964 with Stan Getz. And this is a brilliant project put together by the great Bob Rivers. Skyhawk Radio, iTunes, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon, SoFlo Channel, Acast, Radio Public, Listen Notes, Zencaster, Substack. Hi, everybody. I'm back broadcasting live from a world of sadness. And to uh, bring you up to date on uh, my baby Skippy who uh, I left off saying that he's going to be okay. Well, it didn't turn out that way. Uh, Skippy, again, was my nine-year-old friend who brought me joy through uh, throughout the, this depressing time of my life. Uh, he, he, he was there for me. He was sticking to me like glue. And then something happened. Uh, he got stones in his kidney, uh, and it was a blockage. We took him in. They did the operation. They got the stones out of the kidney. He was doing fine. And that's when I was doing the show. The vet called and said he was doing fine. You can pick, pick him up tomorrow or whatever. I said, great. Uh, and then he took a turn for the worse. Uh, then uh, they couldn't figure out what it was. I thought maybe if I showed up there and gave him some you know, love and support. Because this is very far away. Yeah, this is one of the best 
veterinary hospitals in the country, but it's far from the house. So I, I went up there and I, you know, cuddled with him and, uh, and it was like, kind of like old times. He wasn't really responsive. Um, but then that night the vet called me back and said, he's up, he's having fun. He's playing with the cats. So, uh, that meant he was rallying. <clears throat> and when somebody rallies or a pet rallies, that means they're going to die. So, uh, and I didn't, didn't want to take it that way. He was rallying and, uh, I said, okay, can I, can I take him tonight? Then the vet said, no, let me check him out further. Before, I want to make sure he's okay before you take him home. And uh, he, he uh, died that night. And he was nine years old. I needed, uh, I needed the time to get over it because uh, I've had a lot of cats in my life and I, and I love them all. But that, this one, this one just stood out. I mean, he, I mean, he's talked, he would talk to me, he would... He would kiss me, not lick me. He would kiss me. I'll give you an example of that because I have a indulge me, okay? I'm I'm getting over this. It's a very trying time. I mean, I'm almost over it, uh, and that's why I, I I didn't. I wasn't sure if I could do a show uh, without just breaking down and crying, and I have been very depressed and uh, just uh, not being able to physically move. So. I have for you here a um, uh, a recording. Of, it was so funny. He was just a funny cat. I mean, I, we have cat haters out there. You know, cats have no friends. Cats are very independent. Cats don't need you. This guy was like a puppy dog his whole life. And he's just funny. And uh, he was filled with love. He just it wasn't a mean... And people came over to the house. He would be all over them, licking them, whatever it was. And... I've had so many people ask me, what kind of cat is this? And I'm like, I don't know. I hit the lottery with this guy. So I have a recording of him purring. And when you hear him purring, somehow his personality comes through with his purr. Because it's more of a, a grunting. Because he purred hard. And towards the end, you can hear him kissing me when he was purring. I have so many pictures, video, and audio to keep me uh, <clears throat> company with Skippy, uh, at least as long as I last. And uh, I'm glad I, I, I compiled all that with him, because <laughs> he was just an, an exception to the rule. I have other cats. Nobody is like... Uh, I've never had a cat like him, or do I have another one like him? No. So, uh, rest in peace, my little Skippy. I don't know it sounds... Weird that I get this emotional over a pet, but I, I was so attached to him, and nine years old is uh, uh, usually you expect him to go at uh, twelve. The only other cat uh, that uh, me and my roommate had that uh, uh, died too soon at six years old was uh, Binky Jack, and uh, he got cancer at six years old. That's really bizarre. I uh, I want to thank you for letting me indulge myself talking about my cat. I know it doesn't mean much to a lot of people, but uh, you've been a great audience. You know, the, the, the listeners that are faithful to my show, thank you for uh, uh, hanging in there and waiting for me to get another show out. And there's no reason I don't see, unless something other, uh, you know, it doesn't stop. One thing after another. I had some other problems going on last week. It just, every time I turn around. But I am very grateful that I got the audience I have. Uh, you know I'll, I'll get new shows out. I'll be pounding them out uh, as soon as my life uh, straightens out a little bit. <laughs> you can see my voice is almost back. It's gravelly. It's a little gravelly over here. But... Uh, <laughs> I, I, can't, I don't know if uh, uh, talking about my cat is an indulgence or, or not, because I know there's a lot of pet owners out there uh, that, that go through the same thing. So I don't, don't want to shortchange you either. But uh, oh, oh, one other thing, because uh, I did mention this last week, and I, I learned more about it because I didn't know what I was talking about. 
if you are a pet owner, uh, preferably a cat owner, it's going to sound weird, but uh, you know how male cats are prone to get a urinary blockage because uh, they, they, I don't know, they're just prone to it. Um, female cats, nah, nothing happens to them <laughs> for some reason. Uh, but male cats, yeah. Uh, and some dogs get urinary blockage too. And there's Hill's Diet, which is very good. It's what we've been giving our cats. And it does work to uh, help prevent uh, urinary blockage. Uh, this is prescription Hill's Diet. Uh, and anything else you give them is from a candy bar place. Uh, if you look at the store brands, even the expensive ones, Iams, you know, the brand that's inspired by that Neil Diamond song, Iams, I said. And, uh, you know, the most expensive stuff you see on the shelf, it's, it's all of them. All of them are made by uh, <laughs> M&M Candy Bar Company. You're literally get feeding your dog candy or some kind of sawdust or shit that was laying on the floor. And that Banfield Veterinary Clinics, if you see a Banfield in your town, that's M&M's. That, that's Mars Candy Company, too. So they have like this really vicious, evil cycle of a life and death. They provide food for your pet that will make them very sick or even kill them. And so where do you go? You go to Banfield. <laughs> They're making money on that, too. So it works out both ways for them. They're making money both ways, and, and people don't even realize it. It's a candy store. Uh, I mean, it's a candy manufacturer. M&M's. Mars Candy Bars. That's what we're feeding our pets. And Hill's Diet, good as it is, uh, <laughs> it's owned by Colgate. But at least they keep your teeth clean. They have a little tiny bit of a medical idea, as opposed to the goddamn candy company. These uh, consolidations and mergers and all this, I don't know who is what anymore, but I can tell you that uh, I think Mars owns, they own like 41 different brands. Uh, Nestle owns some, and there are other ones out there, but they're expensive. And if you want your cat to, or dog to live a healthy, long life without going to the vet too often, you, you may it's worth the money. Or, this is what I'm getting to, there's another uh, diet uh, food out there. <laughs> okay, Hills is around 60 bucks a big bag for a big bag of it. This stuff's $87, but wait a second. Hills prevents the blockage of the, the crystals that build up in their urinary tract and all that, or, or it, it doesn't build any crystals or something like that. But this stuff here, OSK9, that's right, OSK9. It's a dog food. It's an all-around good food for all pets. It doesn't have to be just for dogs. OSK9, but it's $87 a bag or around there in that neighborhood. And what this does is, it not only does it prevent a blockage from happening, if a blockage should occur, it dissolves the blockage. It dissolves the stones if they get stones. My baby just was too far along. It had He had thousands of stones in, in his kidney. The doctor, he just, he could fill like a test tube with him. He was loaded with stones. This wouldn't have worked on him either, but... It, it dissolves stones when you get given a chance. So just remember to write that down. It's, it's expensive, yeah, but if you love your pet, it's worth spending the extra money. That's OSK9. Okay! Enough of me boring you and troubling you with my personal problems. Let's get to it, shall we? What did I, I noticed I, I didn't do my usual open because I just didn't feel like it this time. I don't feel giddy and gay, gay, although it is Gay Pride Month, and uh, I'm awake, like all of my audiences, and most people in Florida are. We're awake, <clears throat> despite this little uh, snot-nosed fat fuck that is our governor. And uh, losing uh, his poll standings uh, are dropping. <laughs> He's such a little shit. Even the Republicans can see that this guy has no personality. And besides not having a heart or a soul, he has no personality. No personality at all. Oh, God. 
Let's see. Oh, what did I miss here? What did I miss? Oh, yeah. 37 count indictment. Yay. Oh, oh, oh. Thank you, Merrick. Oh, I mean, Jack Smith. <laughs> you know what Jack Smith sounds like to me? Uh, Jack Smith Chrysler. Uh, Jack Smith uh, Chrysler DeSoto Plymouth. How's that? America didn't want his hands on this. He just passed it off to him. Here, you do it. You, I want to look good in front of my friends, which is the Federalist Society. It'll be you. <laughs> I mean, I think he had to sign off on it, but that was it. His why he's not talking about. He, I mean, he'll take credit for it. Oh, wait a minute. I don't think he is. I think, Donna, all the credit's going to uh, Jack Smith Oldsmobile. Uh, <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Uh, Jack Smith Pontiac. No, 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 Jack Smith Pontiac GMC. That's what it used to be, yeah. So will he go to jail? No! Oh, he's, he's not going to go to jail. None of our wishes are going to come true. I don't even think he's going to be prevented from running again. <clears throat> again, this is going to... What the way it worked out was, as the news broke, I went, 37 counts? I went, oh! Yeah, that's what I did, because I'm like, finally, they're going to put this bastard in jail. Finally, there's going to be some justice. And then they said who the judge was going to be, and then it was like... <laughs> yeah. So now you know nothing's going to happen to the guy. I know they have a backup plan of sorts where they're going to take it maybe to New Jersey, the trial, that is. To take it to New Jersey or some someplace else, but uh, you can't you can't touch it, can't touch him. If I was still doing bits, that would be the bit. Can't touch him, even if he's in the toilet reading his I'm <laughs> reading his papers under the chandelier. What kind of person puts a chandelier in the toilet, huh? What are you going to do? Go ballroom dancing around the sink? What is it like you're, you're, you're going <laughs> to you're going to rent this space for a very small wedding? Uh, <laughs> a chandelier in the toilet. And if you looked closely at that picture, there was another little tiny chandelier over the toilet itself, over the tank. That makes a lot of sense. So. You can go ballroom dancing and then take a crap and then get up and do ballroom dancing again. Uh, <laughs> or you can have a, a bat mitzvah in there, a bar mitzvah. You can, uh, you can just uh, rent the toilet for uh, uh, parties and stuff. You can't flush this. <laughs> you can't flush this. No. You can't flush this. You can't flush this. My, my, my lunch this. hits me so hard, makes me say, oh my lord, thank you for blessing me with the runs and gas like you wouldn't really feel good. When you're sitting down, doing your business, getting down and brown, but I didn't know as such, there's a water shortage, so you can't flush. I told you, homeboy, you can't flush this. Shouldn't have had that chili dog, babe. You can't flush this. Look at my eyes, man, they're red and water. You can't flush this. Yo, let me flush a funky lyric for you right now. You can't flush this. You're three year old, get you out of your seat. He's learned about the potty and he thinks it's neat. He's pulling the handle, laughs like a clown as your keys and Rolex watch go down, they're swirling. And such, what can you do? Not very much. What makes you mad is that night he goes in his pants, he smells like a fright. Let him know, let him know as such, he does it again and his head will be flushed. Yo, I told you, homeboy. Can't touch this. Do it again and I'll sell you to the gypsies. He tried to flush this. Ugh. Get out of my way, man. You drink a lot, you're out of rhythm. You got the sweats and the room is spinning and now. You know, you drive the Portland bus and so you throw up and such. You leave the seat up and you're in a real Dutch. Cause your lady has to go. She sits right down and her butt cheeks get so wet. You're schmuck. She's wedged in tight. Now she's stuck. That's word because you know you can't flush this. Man, I think you're in deep. Can't flush this. Come on, man, let's flush it down. Can't flush this. What, what a gutless pig. Yeah, that's what he called Bill Barr. He's like a nine-year-old little child. You're a, you're a gutless pig. You're a piggy poo. You're, you're a little fat boy. Beep, 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 beep.
Gutless Pig. That's Bill Barr. Pew, 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 pew. Uh, so anyway, we're losing all our teachers. They're moving out, out of state and going elsewhere, primarily up north to do their teaching, finish off their careers up there, not, not here. And uh, still, I can't find any news reports of, of, of any uh, mention of the uh, Filipinos that are taking their place. You know how the uh, Satan is uh, sending Venezuelans around. Never a Cuban. Always Venezuelans from uh, Texas. He's sending them to uh, states that uh, they're, they're actually, they're lucky to go there instead of here anyway. But uh, he's actually importing, importing uh, Filipinos to be teachers, to take the teacher's place. Uh, ostensibly because they don't care about unions and they will follow orders obediently. And uh, that's why... We're getting an influx of thousands upon millions and billions of Filipino teachers. And not a word about it on the news. I'm hoping that someday, once the strike is over, John Oliver will talk about it. Because that's the kind of thing that they cover. They, they do a great job researching things like that. The, the stories that the mainstream news doesn't do. Or, or even uh, Democracy Now! with Amy Goodman. Uh, probably should pop up there sometime. But no one's talking about it. And uh, this little fat fuck's war on wokeness has thrust educators into a legal minefield, pushing many of them to leave the profession entirely. One union leader says it's all part of a GOP agenda to eradicate public schools. Yeah, it is. It really is. This is just part of their playbook. They, they, they've been against public schools for decades now. And at a signing ceremony last week in Sorry Soder, where he added three new bills to this to this culture war, and uh, oh god, damn it! It, it, it! He stood behind a podium, emblazoned with a slogan that hailed Florida as the education state. Are you fucking kidding me? It's this image that he and his fellow Republicans have tirelessly sought to build with a year-long, multi-pronged effort to expunge woke indoctrination. That means education. That means history from the state's public school system. And yet, ask those on the ground, and that image couldn't be further from the truth. As Florida's culture war rages on, educators across the state, which according to the National Education Association ranks 48th nationally in average teacher salary, are leaving in droves, with some even retiring early. In January 2019, when DeSantis took office, Florida had 2,217 teacher vacancies. That number has since more than doubled to 5,294 vacancies as of January 2023, according to the, you know, whatever it is. For the first time, I've actually started talking to my investment guy about retirement, Michael Woods, a teacher who has spent decades working in exceptional student education for public schools in South Florida, tells me, this reporter, I'm a 30-year veteran who showed up every day Hardly called in sick, but now I don't want to be a teacher in Florida no more. Most troubling to Woods, a gay man who teaches science and biology courses, uh, we can't have that now, can we? Is the ballooning list of lures that police classroom material discriminate against LGBTQ educators and students and restrict sex education. They're all so vague, he says, of DeSantis's new law, and they are. Even things that used to be easy, like human reproduction, for ninth graders, I, I now have to check with my co-teacher and, and ask, is this okay? Are we still allowed to teach this? On Wednesday, the governor rubber-stamped a batch of four bills restricting LGBTQ rights and expanding the Parental Rights and Education Act, or, or his critics dubbed it, uh, don't say gay law. The new measures will be enforced at public and charter schools, ban educators from restrictions on uh, sex education, including that such instructions be age-appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students in accordance with state standards. Uh, the latest salvo was a bridge too far for many teachers, according to Rebecca Pringle. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold it. Stop it right there. Rebecca Pringle, the president of the National Education Association, largest labor union in the U.S. I, I just talked with one teacher yesterday who's leaving, and she said, I can't teach like this, Pringle tells me. 
I can't teach while worrying that they're coming after my license or I'm committing a felony. They're leaving in protest, Pringle says. And she has tried to convince teachers to stay in Florida, given the dearth of teachers in the state. So, uh, with respect to Miss Pringle, Mrs. Pringle, we have to uh, salute her, her husband. You know, because you know who her husband is. In case you're asking who. Who are you? I'm Mr. Pringle, and I have a big surprise for you. What is it? That's for you to discover. Oh, my goodness. Potato chips. I can't believe it. It's true, though. Pringle's newfangled potato chips. How do you like them? I've never seen so many perfect-looking chips. Beautiful. They even stack together. Mmm. And they taste as good as they look. How do you do it, Mr. Pringle? We make our Pringles the newfangled way to stay fresh and unbroken. Fresh and unbroken in a crush-proof canister <laughs> that's sealed airtight for freshness. Reseals to stay fresh. With this plastic lid. And they're all stacked up to give you as many chips as in this bag. Mm, and they taste so fresh and good. Thank you, Mr. Pringle. Thank you for liking them. Pringle's newfangled potato chips. Every single Pringle's potato chip is the perfect potato chip. They're not broken, taste a lot fresher too. The canister keeps them that way for you. Pringles Newfangled Potato Chips. As many chips as in a big bag. Fresh, unbroken, stacked in a crush-proof, stale-proof canister. Made a new way. Delicious, fresh, always crisp and crunchy. Every single Pringles potato chip is the perfect potato chip. They're not broken, taste a lot fresher too. The canister keeps them that way for you. Pringles Newfangled Potato Chips. Did you really think that I would uh, read a name like Rebecca Pringle and let that go? No. No, I can't do that. That's not what this show's about. No. One fifth grade teacher in West Florida said this month she was, she was placed under investigation by the Florida Department of Education for showing her class Disney's Strange World, a children's movie that features an openly gay character Jenna Barbie, the teacher at hand, said she uh, played the film to give students a post-exam brain break. But when a local school board member learned of the showing, Barbie said she reported to state officials. She told CNN that she had already submitted a resignation before the incident. <laughs> in protest of the politics and the fear of not being able to be who you are in uh, Florida public schools. It appears no educator has yet been prosecuted under the Don't Say Gay law. But as fears mount over their future implementation, uh, parents are already witnessing the effects of shorthanded schools and overcrowded classrooms. Last year, I saw several teachers leave, and we had substitutes for three, four, or five months of the year. Uh, Reagan Miller, a parent in West Florida whose children attend public school. We had a teacher who taught advanced math at our middle school for years and years. He just left to be a 9-11 operator. Which blows my mind that becoming a 9-11 operator would be less stressful than being a teacher. In her work for the Florida Freedom to Read Project, a group combating the right-wing effort to ban books in classrooms and school libraries, Miller says she's directly spoken with a teacher upon discovering a banned book in her classroom and suddenly worried they could face third degree, you know, this is Fahrenheit 451. The Ray Bradbury story, but that was made uh, into two bad movies. Someday, I, I wish they'd make a, a, a movie out of that that's actually good. They keep missing a... Um, and you know, another thing, they had uh, 1984, uh, that was made into a movie, and that sucked. Why can't they do these books right? I don't know. Uh, but we're talking about book banning and burning again, so i got to get the German book-burning march out here. Hold on. <laughs> That's exactly the game plan they're following, these Nazi motherfuckers. Under HB 1467, books provided to students must be selected by a school district employee, oh God, who's been certified as a media specialist. 
There are alternative options for parents concerned by the state's spiraling public education system. But progressive, it's not the one choice nearby. But it can take up to 40 students and has a 186 on the wait list, says Miller. Plus, we've already have public schools, and I don't mind my kids hearing someone else's point of view. Well, good for you. All right! As Florida reels from one of the worst teacher vacancy crises in the country, DeSantis has also moved to dismantle the unions that defend them. Last week, uh, the governor signed into law a Senate bill, 256, barring most public sector unions, uh, excluding police unions, but receiving dues directly from workers' paychecks. Included in the bill is the requirement that non-police unions maintain a membership rate of at least 60% of eligible. You know what this means? To simplify this, and I know several people who work for municipalities. This is for municipalities. Uh, Usually, it used to be in a day that if you had a municipality job, like my dad had for a short time uh, uh, in Orlando, before he retired, you get the best insurance at one time. You had the best insurance, you had the best uh, benefits, you had the best retirement plan. It's dwindled into uh, virtually nothing now. Now that their insurance sucks, and if you don't get a 60% insurance uh, uh, membership rate, uh, they're going to pull the unions. Well, that's a two-pronged attack against educators and their union advocates, argues Pringle. I'm Mr. Pringle, and I have a big surprise for you. They're systematically trying to pollute our schools, and sow division within the labor movement and within the communities. This is just part of their Nazi playbook. I added the word Nazi. Uh, I love you, you freaking son of mine. You're the best daddy yet. I had a kid when I was still a big player. Now I have a few. They're not kids, they're filthy midgets. Watched them grow so dang cute. Made me real proud to a bottle of tequila. Stayed up way past midnight when they borrowed the car. One was stumbling in and one was making out. You want to kiss me? Waited back inside. Sat down and tried to think. But I just kept on freaking out. Father's Day. Daddy gonna spank me. Your kids make you cry. Father's Day. I love you, son. When you think of the day they arrive. Father's Day. Come to Papa. Father's Day. If your kids give you any lift, you can beat them with a sack of sweet Valencia oranges. They won't leave a bruise, and they'll let them know who's boss. Happy Father's Day! Small Mark Cards is proud to join forces with one of America's greatest actors and dads for a unique new line of greeting cards. Hello, I'm Alec Baldwin. Being a single dad is difficult, and my new line of Father's Day cards reflects this. Go on, Ireland. Read one. Read the damn card, you stupid little bitch. Okay, okay. Mommy hates your guts, and you hate her right back. She says that you're an asshole who'll nail anything with a rack. But I guess I'm stuck with you, though this gift ain't very big. Happy Father's Day, Daddy, from your rude, thoughtless little pig. From Smallmark, the Alec Baldwin line of Father's Day cards. Just right when Dad's an asshole. You found the place for trans substantiation. The Brit Summers Show. advisory from the NAACP we're on a travel advisory 
not for just uh, African Americans, but for the entire gay community. We are on the Travel Advisory. NAACP is second group to warn against travel to Florida. The oldest civil rights group in the U.S. cautioning travelers, cautioning travelers, to reconsider visits to Florida as they join other advocates in expressing distaste for the state's openly hostile leadership. The NAACP issued a travel advisory in response to death sentences attempts to ban books, reject advanced placement African-American studies course, and restrict diversity, equity, and inclusion programs in Florida colleges. The advisory was the advisory was proposed to the board of directors in April during the Florida chapters conference in Orlando. Florida is openly hostile towards African-Americans, people of color, and LGBTQ individuals, the advisory says. So before traveling to Florida, please understand that the state of Florida devalues and marginalizes the contributions of and challenges faced by African-Americans and other communities of color. For NAACP President Derek Johnson, DeSantis has launched unrelenting attacks on fundamental freedoms. He has. He has. Let me be, this is a quote, let me be clear. Failing to teach an accurate representation of the horrors and inequities that black Americans have faced and continue to face is a disservice to students and a dereliction of duty to all, Johnson said in a statement. The NAACP has pushed back against DeSantis and state lawmakers, even distributing thousands of banned books related to race communities of color across the state. Once again, hate-inspired state leaders have chosen to put politics over people, Chair Leon Russell said in a state... Oh, what? what? <laughs> oh, no, no, not again. Not again. Do I have to? Uh, the chair? His name is Leon Russell. I'm up on the wire. One side's ice and one is fire. It's a circus game with you and me. I'm up on the rope. One side's hate and one is okay. Again, that's what this show's about. It's what it's for. Governor Desantis and the state of Florida have engaged in a blatant war against principles of diversity and inclusion and rejected our shared identities to appeal to a dangerous extremist minority. The NAACP isn't the only civil rights group to declare a travel advisory for Florida. The League of United Latin American Citizens, I bet the Cubans are happy about that, and one of the oldest Hispanic civil rights groups issued a warning Wednesday advising immigrants to avoid traveling to Florida because of the Santis' crackdown on immigration. Earlier, if you're Cuban, you're okay. They vote for him. Like morons. Playing by life and the funeral pyre DeSantis signed a bill that limits undocumented migrant labor and community-funded programs that give undocumented immigrants ID cards and toughens penalties against those who transport undocumented immigrants into the state. Like you do, Don, with your trafficking, trafficking people across state borders. And I don't know how, I I mean, uh, Merrick Garland, maybe you're in a federal society too? But he he turned his... uh, uh, mousy little cheek away from that one. Human trafficking across state lines. I, I, I used to think that was against the law, but yep, I guess not. 
Here, this one's for you, Ron. Show it up, your fat pasty ass. It's a special day here at Disney World when the screaming gays meet the rest of the girls in the closet no more. That's what gay day is for. It's a gay day after all. It's a day of fun when we wear red shirts and when we all come, you can hear the squirts. We can tickle and tease with our manicured goatees. It's a gay day after all. We'll be holding hands in Adventureland and watch the Liza Minnelli marching band. We'll make tourists shriek with a kiss on the cheek. It's a gay day after all. We can wear tight shorts made of gold lame and wear mascara like Billy Zane. We can mince away as we prance and sashay. It's a gay day after all. MGM will have a celebrity ball hosted by Rip Taylor and RuPaul. There'll be Mervyn Monty Rock, not to mention Pete Lecoq. It's a gay day after all. 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 What's that you got hanging out of your shorts? License to Drill. It's Brit Summers. Bumping over with fun. see it on TV almost every day. It's the latest news around. Everybody's so amazed about queers and gays. They're all the rage right now. It's the latest sensation. A different way to party and play. All across the nation. You'll hear everybody say, it's hip to be gay. Queer eye for the straight guy Oz and Christopher Lowell Boy meets boy and in the life Will and Grace and queer as folk Those unaware never realized Hmm, people are really that way They must have the impression that in the gay life It's so much easier to get laid it's hip to be gay. It's hip to be gay. It's hip to be gay. It's hip to be gay today. It's hip to be gay. 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 It's hip Concerned about bathhouse doubt? Listen. Chances are. Hi. Hello. Water's warm, huh? I'll say. You uh, come here often? Pardon me? Have you been here before? No. First time. Oh. Uh, what's your name? Freeway. Freeway. That's nice. I'm Spigot. Pleased to meet you, Spigot. Same here. Ah, you, uh here to get uh, clean or what? Oh, uh, I don't know. Mm. You uh, work around here? I'm a waiter, but actually I'm an actor, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, mm. I know. It's tough, isn't mm. it? You probably need to relax. Oh, I'll say, but, you know, with everything that's in the news and all, it's just... Hey, uh, you can start relaxing right now, Freeway. I uh, brought something. Ooh. Uh, sheath. Mm -hmm. And Freeway, not just any sheath either. Look. Wow, gold lame. <laughs> Pretty kicky condom, huh? Mm. But here's the most important part, Freeway. Mm. The Protect label. Protect, huh? Aren't those endorsed? By the City Council of San Francisco? Absolutely. You know the Protect slogan, don't you? I sure do. Mm -hmm. Certified safe by the city by the bay. <laughs> well, what do you say? Darn, look at that. I dropped the soap again. Oh. I'll get it. <laughs> you bet your life he will. And with confidence. Because Freeway and Spicket have condom sense. Don't let worry spoil those chance meetings in public showers. Always carry Protect. Protect. <laughs> 
P-R-O-T-E-C-T Keeping my mind free as can be P-R-O-T-E-C-T Been down with no apology Don't doubt, know what it's all about The Protect Sheep So they won't send you a wreath Protect Condoms A division of Black Flag House and Garden Pest Control Division Keeping situations safe since 1887 It's Brit Summers At the Brit Summers Show I'm a manly, throbbing fan of Sporthall Radio And all the pumped-up muscle jocks who speak in monotones In the bleachers, I'm a macho Sporthall that gave dreams Of how I want to pump my muscle in between their cheeks I dig the jocks I dig them I dig the jocks, jocks, jocks Sports is all that matters if you wanna get me firm I'm aware of women but they just get on my nerves I like dropping athletes names as if they really know me In the company of lonely sport hall nerds and pervs I dig the jocks I dig the jocks, jocks, jocks Fanny slapping, towel snapping, manly jocks are sweating. I would like to lick their legs all the way to heaven. In the sports bar, knocking back a brew with all the guys. Watching games as someone's hand goes running up my thighs. I dig the jocks in white tube socks. I dig the jocks, jocks, jocks. Sportholes gush about athletes all thin, dewy, and sweaty. Let me strap these garters on and change my name to Betty. One day on a sporthole show, they talked about cleats. How did they know listeners are into huffing feet? I dig the jocks. Sports always matters. I dig the jocks, jocks, jocks. Sports is the only thing that matters. In fact, sports always matters. Nothing else in life is more important than sports. Sports. the first one to try one of my fudgicles. There's a big white truck on the side of the road. As he cracks a smile, he says, special request to Ron D. Satan. Ron D. Demon. Oh, there's no break from this in sight. I mean, we're stuck with it. Thanks, uh, Villages. That show coming up. I won't have time to go into that, but yeah, it's the Villages. And we're getting the new Villages, of course. Three counties of uh, old farts voting t- solidly Republican. Just, just, It just ain't enough. We've got to have more. As I was saying earlier in the show... I thank everyone for staying with me. 
uh, for showing your support with me. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, I've had some listeners uh, hit the donate button. And thank you very much for that. And in addition to everybody's patience, I want to thank the underwriter and special sponsor of this program, Ernie. Thank you, Ernie. You helped keep this child moving forward. Now, in honor of uh, Juneteenth this month, and this show is about politics, right? But I'm also going to combine that by this week's celebrated artist of the week, who is part of the civil rights movement, and also as a supporter of Chicago's Chicago, Chicago's first African American mayor, Harold Washington. He himself was uh, went into public orifice. In 1985, as the Cook County Commissioner, where he served three four-year terms. In 1993, at the age of 55, he received a master's degree in public administration from the Governor's State College in University Park. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the Cook County Commissioner himself, the Iceman, Jerry Butler. the man Do you see these tears here in my eyes Ain't no use in me lying Cause I really cry You think you're gonna take me And put me on the shelf Girl, I'd rather die Than see you with somebody else So throw it out of your mind I'll never leave you you grieve me and deceive me, mama, yeah. So don't you think of hey, me? Don't you understand what you're doing to the man? playing him to get away from things, to escape. You done because he. 
BritSummershow.com Presents the sweet sound of success Good tune, voted best The number one tune this week I remember I remember my first love affair Somehow another the whole darn thing went wrong well, My mama had some great advice So I thought I'd put it in the words of this song I can still hear her saying, boy, 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 oh, I see you sitting out there all alone, crying your eyes out, cause the woman that you love is gone, oh, it's gonna be, that's gonna be a whole lot of trouble in your life, oh, so listen to me, get up off your knees. Only the strong survive That's what she said Only the strong survive Only the strong survive Yeah, you gotta be strong You better hold on Don't go Around with your head hung down Well, I wouldn't let the little girl know Wouldn't let her know That she made me feel like a clown Then she said, only the strong survive, only the strong survive, hey, you gotta be a man, you gotta take a Butler, ladies and gentlemen, who's 83, still alive, and uh, how come we don't see him on MSNBC singing an editorial now and then? Wouldn't that be nice? I mean, Chris Hayes has the audience in, in his shows. Uh, all I, he only needs a, a, an in-house band, and he'd have his uh, little uh, late-night show going there. He can invite Jerry Butler. Uh, 
wanted to do a few of his hits. That would be great. I hope Chris Hayes heard that. Uh, it's all politically uh, involved, you see. <laughs> I'm going to wrap it, and that's going to be it for this week's show. And thanks for tuning in. So until the next time, this is Britt Summers saying, have a good Juneteenth.